And now, for your listening pleasure, we present you Boomerotica. Your host, Alyssa. Welcome back to Boomerotica. Hello. You have your co-hosts, me, Alyssa. And Ashley. And today we are doing something a little different. We had the wild ride with the dinosaur book yeah, last that time. Was, whoa, holy <laughs> shit. And while that was very fun, um, we've decided that we are really tired of the hetero bullshit that we have had to read from Harlequin. <laughs> <laughs> and so we're actually starting to celebrate Pride Month a little early. Yay! And we are going to have our next three episodes focusing on non-hetero romance smut books. Yeah. Finally. I'm so excited. <sighs> this was such a good break. It was so refreshing. And just really good. Yeah. Good literature. Guys, we're not going to be that salty this time. This is going to be fun. There might be some tears for one of them. Like, I was really moved by a couple of these books. So, I mean, actually to feel something other than rage when you're reading. It was nice to feel not rage. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So, Ashley, explain how our format will be, how we're ordering these books. All right. So, um, the LGBTQIA+, uh, we have a lesbian book. We have a gay book. It's a man-loving man romance. And then... We have a very interesting trans thruple book. So the L, the G, and then the T. So yes. that's how we decided to organize them on the fly. Perfect. Yeah. And so our first book, the L for lesbian, is um, it was actually recommended by a listener. Yeah. So we need to give a shout out to Willow. Thanks, Willow. Willow gave us two books to choose from. And then Ashley and I ended up choosing Marriage of Unconvenience by Chelsea M. Cameron. Mm-hmm. Do you want the author bio, author Ooh, bio, or me. the synopsis first? Let's do the bio and then the synopsis because that'll. I loved this author bio. Yeah, it felt like this is someone I'd want to hang out with. Ooh, yeah. Chelsea Cameron is a New York Times USA Today best-selling author from Maine who now lives and works in Boston. She's a red velvet cake enthusiast, mm. obsessive tea drinker, <laughs> vegetarian, former cheerleader, and world's worst video gamer. I love that. Isn't that like? It, oh my god. Like, that's someone I would be friends with. Yeah. When not writing, she enjoys watching infomercials, singing in the car, tweeting. Tweeting. One time, she was retweeted by Neil Gaiman. Oh. Yeah, claim to fame. That's, no, that's a big deal. <laughs> and she loves playing fetch with her cat, Sasanok, <laughs> which is a reference to the Outlander series mm. for anyone who's not familiar. I was not. Thank you. Yeah. So, like, Chelsea seems like a really cool person. She's written a, just a ton of books. Mm. Um, I didn't look up all of them, so I'm not sure if she specializes in lesbian romance, mm. but the two from her that were recommend, the two by Chelsea that were recommended to us yeah. focused on lesbian romance. Yeah. So. You gotta have a niche. Uh, yeah, and you know, if that's your niche, she's doing a great job at it, mm-hmm. but we'll get there. Okay. Marriage of Unconvenience. Hit me. Lauren Lowe Bowman is in a bit of a pickle. She needs money, like ASAP. She lost her job, the rent is due, and her car needs repairs. Mm. Problem is, the inheritance left to her by her old-fashioned granny has one stipulation before she can collect. Mm. She has to be married. That's a bummer. Yeah. Thanks, granny. Grand screwed her. Yeah. 
Let's just say suitors of any gender are not knocking down her door. And then Kara Sims, her best friend from childhood that she's recently reconnected with, pours her heart out and confesses that she needs money to pay for grad school. Mm. Lowe has a completely brilliant idea. They should get hitched. Yeah. Not married married, but like fake married. And all they have to do is play the part for the lawyers, get the money, and then get the marriage annulled. Easy as hell. Mm -hmm. Well, it starts out that way. But being fake married feels a lot like being real married, and Lo is flipping out. She cannot be falling for her best friend. Can she? Mm-hmm. Like, after the the 70s crap, oh my and God. then the dinosaur fever dream. <laughs> Where? Can we? I love that everybody that listened to the dinosaur one pointed out that we had complaints about the randomest things <laughs> that were not the actual dinosaur sex. Yeah. <laughs> Like, we, we just accepted that and ran with it. Yeah. But, but really, OSHA helmets for dinosaurs. I can't. I... Uh, but after all of that, honestly, this book was, like, too good compared to our usual content. I wonder if my bar is so low at this point on reading new books <laughs> that I just enjoyed the crap out of this. I was like, oh, my God, everyone's cool and sweet and nobody i want to hit i don't feel the need to hurl the book across the room and like that's not to say that it wasn't like you know the book is not this utopian where everybody gets along right it still had characters developing who they were there was still conflict due to miscommunications Mm -hmm. or not communicate it was still very realistic it hits the tropes too but it was so well done Mm -hmm. they're like compared to the other bullshit i just it was Honestly, I have very little notes for this one just because yeah. I was enjoying myself reading and like boy, that's refreshing. Oh. A book you actually enjoyed. <laughs> it's so sad. The bar is so low. <laughs> the bar's on the floor, Harlequin. <laughs> also, this I honestly think if I hadn't been through all my trauma of all the other books, maybe it's still just a good book. Yeah. It, so, um yeah, so I mean the synopsis lays out pretty much everything. Mm-hmm. Um, right, so Lo basically is falling on hard times. She has a roommate that she's not close friends with. Was it Lisa was the roommate? She's one of those characters that yeah. I didn't bother to yeah. worry about. But... but it was sort of just like that roommate everyone has that's like kind of bitchy to you, but also doesn't want to interact with you and is like, yeah. don't touch my stuff. Right. Did you move something in the fridge? Oh, she was really territorial about the kitchen. Yeah. And as someone who cooks a lot, I was like, bombastic yeah. side eye. Like, ma'am, I am <laughs> going to use the kitchen. I don't care. And like, I just really love that, like, right from the get go, the like living situation that Lo had felt very relatable. Perhaps like, mm-hmm. It's a recent book, too, so perhaps, like, as a millennial who has gone through this phase of, like, oh, my God, if one bad thing happens, I can't afford anything yeah. in my life. Right. And that's the situation our character was in. It was, right. like, I felt like it was very relatable. Oh, super, yeah. Most of us have been there. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, yeah, I would absolutely marry someone for convenience to have a comfortable amount of money. Oh, yeah. Don't tell my husband. No. <laughs> I think he's going to find out now. But he yeah. also knows I didn't marry him for that yeah. reason. But It's because he's a good cook, y'all. It's because he makes me delicious food. <laughs> uh, yeah, so she's in this terrible living situation. Uh, she has a, a very fun, bitchy best friend. Kara, yep. Who? Uh, no, 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 the, oh. the other guy. Oh, Axel An- Ansel. An- Ansel. Ansel. Ansel, yes. Um, so he's kind of the, like, semi voice of reason yeah. through some of this which i really appreciated yeah. um and then her best friend kara who is going into grad school 
Yeah, I thought she wanted to go to, like, medical grad school was the sense I got. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's what it was. Yeah. Which is absolutely hella expensive, and I totally get why, you know, like, it would be unaffordable. And, like, interestingly, like, some grad schools don't pay people, because, like, if you're not being a TA, Mm -hmm. you're not able to collect a salary. So, like, pharmacy school, any medical grad Mm -hmm. school... So basically, you have to be able to pay your own way or take out a dickload of loans to cover right. it because you can't imagine that's cheap. You can't have at... a job at the same time. It's right. not like possible. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm sure it is if you tried to kill yourself or you know. <sighs> oh, I cannot like, imagine. Yeah. Um, so, so that's our situation, mm-hmm. and like, interestingly, the uh, Lowe's parents are like super cool. Oh like, my gosh, I loved her parents. Her parents were super modern and free. And even her parents were like, yeah, your granny's, like, real conservative and kind of annoying. And, like, I'm sorry she put this stipulation on you. We would give you that money if we could. Right. right? <laughs> yeah, we can't we can't get around this thing. But, like, yeah. if we could, we would just slide it on We over. even asked the lawyers. It's ironclad. We can't get around it. Right. I loved that her parents were totally on her side. Mm-hmm. Um, so you see a couple interactions of them hanging out. Like, they just chill like sleepovers get hordes of chinese food and watch tv watch and bad stuff like movies. yeah i love this though so that was super, like it was just ugh, it was a nice breath of fresh air <laughs> of non-crap and like non-crap but also like how female friends actually interact oh right yeah because sometimes in the harlequin books i feel like they portray female friends as like the epitome of the slumber party pillow fight sort oh, of situation right right. and this was two people the... in their old baggy t-shirts one girl liked matching pajamas so that's so that's what she wore but right. like they wore comfortable clothes they snuggled under a blanket and like the floppy high bun yeah like it was a very realistic relationship yes for sure yeah um which was again refreshing so refreshing <laughs> I'm going to say that a lot, guys. Sorry. We're not going to have a lot bad to say about this modern one. No. Yeah. Um, so she's telling her about how she needs grad school money and she doesn't know how she's going to do it. And and then she has this, like, revelation of, like, well, if we just get married. Ta-da. We have money. I will give you the And, and her friend didn't want to do it at first just because she didn't want to feel like she was taking advantage of it like i mean i would have absolutely felt bad taking that much money from someone oh, yeah. yeah because it is stated it's not stated how much but it's clearly a very large sizable amount of money right so you're going to be set up for quite a long time right but me like fuck the system like, <laughs> like i do love the idea of you only said marriage not to what gender so fuck it i'll marry someone right yeah i loved that attitude she has to be married to a male between 25 and 37 or some <sighs> shit when this initially started i when it, when like we first were reading it and we heard the like saw or i saw the line that was like okay your granny has stipulated you have to get married I flashed back to some to of the... those shitty Harlequin ones. Oh, you mean the brother and the stepsister? Yeah, yeah that's the one. What was it? Wife by contract, mistress, mistress by, by demand. demand. And I was like, God, if this granny put a stipulation on the sex of the person that you have to marry, I'm going to fucking lose it. Well, <laughs> considering we knew what book we were getting into, I don't think that was... Well, um, yet again, I didn't read the synopsis before I uh, actually started reading it, so I just dove right in. I oh. just I just knew it was female-female, but I didn't know how we got there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So I was like, oh my god, this is like, she's going to marry a man and find out she hates him and then discover her sexuality. Ooh, right? I'm that's sure that book I, exists. That's what I thought we were getting into. But turns out that Lo has known for quite some time that she's into women. Right. Um, and like been open, very open about that with her friends. Yes. So it wasn't like a discovering your sexuality type of book. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, but her her friend Kara is very straight. Yeah, in yeah. the start of the book, it, it, correct. <laughs> Obviously, we end up in a different spot, but um, so she finally agrees to it, and then <laughs> I loved this. Okay, so you know what gay panic is, right? I I mean I haven't. Yes, I know sort of the concept, but maybe let's explain it just to if anyone's not aware. Okay, right? so um, gay panic is is that the feeling of. I like this, but I don't think I should like this. And maybe I'm reading it wrong. And maybe like, it's like a social anxiety kind of thing. And you sort of, from what I understand, you can kind of like spiral in your head a little bit. I mean, I do that naturally, so I understand that real hardcore. Maybe that's not associated per se with gay pan. I mean, that's more. No, no, no. It is for like, yeah, it's that. That's the thing. But like for me, it's just wait. Everybody doesn't do that. (laughs) Not everyone lives in a mental spiral. But but I think the key, right, from what I understand, like the the hardest part about the gay panic is you just like it leads you through this mental spiral, Mm -hmm. and then you just kind of don't know anymore, like what you're feeling or what's actually going on, right? Um. So they they decide that if they're going to get married, then they should get engaged because they have to play it off to everybody else. Right. Because I don't know why they felt like they had to sell it. Yeah. It was right? one thing I didn't understand. Because, like, the only people that are going to know about this are the people closest to you. And do you think they're going to rat you out to their lawyers? And honestly, like, your lawyers? I, felt like, I feel like if you went to any millennial friend group and you were like, hey, so-and-so and I are going to get married so we can get a bunch of inheritance money. Is, yeah. that, is that cool with you guys? And right. everybody would be like, hell yeah, fight we, the system. We need you to play <laughs> along. And then everybody's like, yeah, I get it. Come to our wedding and pretend. And they'd be like, yeah, fuck the man. When do you want me there? Mm-hmm. Right? So I don't, I didn't fully understand the, like, let's sell it to our friends and not tell them the truth right. aspect. Yeah, because they straight up told her parents. And Ansel knew. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and also, Kara's not close with her family. Right. She's always been involved with Kara, Lo's family. Didn't, wasn't it Kara's family like kicked her out or something? Or yeah, it was very tumultuous yeah, in some way. They, I don't, I don't think it was like overtly abusive, but she just didn't get along with them. I think right. was the vibe yeah. that we got. Um, so we didn't have to lie to them. Yeah, but that's fun. Um, so them planning their little proposals to each other. That was so cute. Well, oh, first they went and picked out rings. Yeah, also adorable. Uh huh. Which was super cute because that'd be like on the premise. You and I, like, going to pick out rings for each other. Like, yeah. that totally straightish relationship. Yeah. What seems like a straight friendship. Right. And then it's like, let's just go buy cute little rings for each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, um, and they decided instead of just straight giving it to him that they were each going to propose to the other. Which, I mean, super cute idea. I Again, I don't know why you felt like you needed to sell it, but maybe, right? Well... Maybe That's it's... doing fun for fun things. Like, okay, that makes sense. Let's add a little whimsy to life. Like, if life sucks and we're doing this just for the money, let's try to like make some fun out of it. Right. And have some good. Yeah. yeah. Okay, I can see that. Have a fun, silly memory. Oh my gosh, yeah. you remember that time I proposed to you? <laughs> Hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's fair. Okay. Yeah. All right. I'm more on board now. Yeah. Um. So hers is. She took her to a park on a picnic and got, like, all their favorite treats and... Uh, yeah, Lo picked out a bunch of candy and stuff mm-hmm. and packed, like, a little picnic on the fly. Mm-hmm. And they went to, like, a riverside or something. Yeah. Yeah, right. That was stupid cute. Yeah, and so Lo proposed to Kara. And then, like, wasn't there a scene where, like, people noticed and were, like, cheering and clapping? Yes. And I was like, oh, <laughs> so cute. Now I kind of just want to stage fake proposals out in public <laughs> just to see what people do. <laughs> Uh, like, <laughs> yeah, that would be mortifying. 
oh, I never want to get proposed to in public if I don't know it's coming. I know it's never going to happen. I am 14 years married. I don't know. But... He might repropose. Make it all sweet. I mean, he could, but honey, don't do it in public. <laughs> that was my stipulation. and I was like, please, you can plan literally everything, but please don't do it in a very crowded place where there's lots of people that are going to cheer for me right. and watch this. I don't want to be perceived. I don't want <laughs> I don't want to be perceived. I don't need. I'm already <laughs> reacting. I don't need to consider how other people are perceiving me yes. acting. No, please don't do yeah. it. Yeah, but theirs was secluded. It, the people were accidental. I think they were like walking on the path by or something. Yeah. But it was still really cute. Um, what did Kara do for low? That's hilarious. Because oh, I don't... it was brunch. I think right. Didn't Kara make breakfast in bed? Yes, that's yeah. what it was. Yeah, Kara cooked breakfast in bed and then proposed over some eggs or something. Yes. And I was like, ah. That one's also... Yeah. Um. Also, in this point, like, they're still hanging out like they usually do. Of course, now they're planning all of their married life and such. But right. um, they end up staying at Kara's house, like, spending the night together. Kara's apartment. Right. Okay. Sorry. I was well. There's a point where they go to the parents' house, so I was oh. confused which no, no, no. We we're at. We're still okay. in the very early we're of still the book, in the early. not the okay. late of the book. <laughs> okay, um, but that's where the gay panic was going because, yeah. like, she starts to feel all these cutesy things yeah. because they're being cute and acting the part, and then they're like laying in bed together, and Kara just like flings herself over because right, like does the arm sw- arm and leg swing over? Right. Yeah, and so they're like <laughs> cuddling, but now she can't sleep, and I'm just imagining her like laying there with her eyes like straight open, like yeah. And the like, do I, I leave? Do I stay? Do I? Uh, what do I? The, do I author, let the author description of Low just like, I was afraid to like even move because mm-hmm. then if she woke up and realized what she was doing, would she be embarrassed? Right. And I was like, girl, you don't have to. It's okay. Yeah, but so relatable. <laughs> it was really again. It was just really well written. No, oh, yeah. It was, okay, we don't usually say this, and I'm gonna go ahead and say this. What? 16 minutes in or something but like go read this yeah this one i would recommend go read this like i it was so cute i it wasn't and i you know it wasn't overly smutty there was a Mm-mm. few little mm-hmm. sexy scenes at the end this right. was just like a really cute little romance right yeah yeah this is what i want the other ones to feel like that never do <laughs> take notes harlequin this is how real romance is written mm-hmm. damn so uh, not only do they have to have the rings, but they're going to go get married, so they have to have wedding clothes. I love a shopping montage! I know you do! <laughs> I, I thought of you the guy. whole time. I... <laughs> because you got your... It, it's pretty close. What? The shopping montage. Yeah, that it's you pretty want. close, like, yeah. It's not multiple outfits, but... But, like, they had so much descriptions about them, mm-hmm. and, and Kara did try on multiple outfits. That's true. Yeah. It was it was what I wanted. And, like, the, <laughs> the place was, like, a cool vibe, and they were cool with, like women getting married and like a lot of the like the store owner was really like alt sort of aesthetic right they talked about how the side of her head was shaved and Mm -hmm. she had multiple piercings and i was like man that was the kind of place i would go wedding dress shopping i wish i had a place like that to go shopping it sounded awesome we live in the bible belt we do not have that and then just the way like you know i know that when you go wedding dress shopping they're trying to get a commission and so their job is to hype you up but it seemed like the way this store character was written the like Mm -hmm. wedding dress seller right as well as the owner of the store, it seemed like they were people that genuinely wanted their clients to feel absolutely beautiful, no matter how you presented or mm-hmm. what you looked like. Yeah. And I was like, this is this is what I want 
for a wedding dress experience. I think that's what everybody should get. Other yeah. than you're just getting your buns buttered. Like, right. Like, that's just, not fun. Yeah. It's like, like a car salesman. You don't want yeah. that. Yes. Sometimes when I get went shopping, there were a couple oh, stores that just felt like, you go put it on, like, no feedback. No, right. No, like, hyping you up. Okay, let's go change. Quick, 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 quick. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Like, your appointment's only 30 minutes. We got to go. Mm-hmm. And this place was like... I don't want to rush you. I wish we had more time. Right. But, like, we have another client. She's like, I'm happy to reschedule with you, but let me do this real quick for you. Right? And so, like, this person was just such a good, Mm -hmm. supportive person of their dress shopping experience. Yeah. Loved it. Um, So when Kara comes out in the one, which I assume is the one that's on the cover. I assume that's... She... I Lo, didn't make that connection. Because Lo wore, like, the suit situation. It was, like, a... Almost like a two-piece. Yeah. I thought. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But I'm assuming that's... That makes a great. That makes great sense. Kara-ish on the yeah. cover because they describe her hair later. Yeah, and it kind and of it fits. was more of like a flowy kind of like pinkish yeah. tinted. But dress. like that moment that your person comes out in something that they feel so beautiful in that you think they are so beautiful. Like, oh god, that just and and, and again, this scene was so relatable. The fact that Kara came out and she was like. I love this one. I think it's the one, but I can't pick the first thing I, I try, try on. on. <laughs> yep. And I was like, I had that whole feel. I was like, I have to try on everything before I decide. I cannot just pick something early. Right. Like, the author did such a good job of making things relatable. Mm-hmm. It was super cute. Um, and then they also hook up with Lo with, yep. a, with a wedding outfit. So they decided to take those. And, like, I also loved the relatability of... <laughs> Like, splashing out all this money on things that, when you're in a dire situation, would be frivolous. Yeah. But it's like, the money's there. We're, We're going to get the money. That. Right. Yeah. So it's it's fine. This isn't going to be, like, a, a problem. But everybody's like, but that's a lot of money. Yeah. <laughs> the people that have been poor for a really long time, like, these characters are like, it hurts me to, like, and Low, the character Low talked about, like, man, mm-hmm. it feels painful to give them my credit card for this deposit, but, like, mm-hmm. In a month, once we hit the courthouse and the paperwork processes, I'll right. pay this all off and more. It's fine. Yeah. But that's hard to get your brain out of the, oh, yeah. this is too extravagant, I can't buy it. Uh-huh. Um, so then we get to the wedding. Yeah. They get married at the courthouse. And they were planning on it being a, a small little thing. Her parents also asked if they could throw them a little party afterwards. Yeah. So just their friends. Um. They show up at the courthouse thinking it's just going to be them and Ansel and her parents. Yeah. And everybody comes. Yeah. So it's like this whole surprise. Because they're still hanging out with the friends and the friends, like, they're putting on this ruse, right? Right. And so Ansel invites all the friends to follow the ruse. Yeah. Yeah. And I thought that was cute. I liked that all of their friends just were accepted it and they were like, oh, okay. Like, Mm -hmm. you guys have been best friends forever. So, like, yeah, I guess it makes sense that you would, like, be soulmates and want to get married. Right. Okay, sure. Here you go. Uh-huh. Like, such a good In- friend group. Instead of having... Because you could have absolutely written some sort of, like, shitty friend that starts questioning things and makes mm-hmm. you feel guilty about it. But no. They just all were like, oh, that makes sense. That cool. makes sense. You guys are, like, inseparable your whole lives. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> it tracks. I mean... Yeah. I feel like I'd feel the same way, but... Um, so they, they go through the whole ceremony, and then they realize that they're going to have to kiss. Yeah. And it, it like, that's second wave or third wave of gay panic (laughs) like oh dear god like we have to do it and we have to make it look convincing because these people don't know we're lying right 
And then Kara makes it more convincing than Lowe Kara, thought it like, was. Kara, like, Frenched her. Kara went at it. Yeah, she did. I mean, power to you, girl. Uh-huh. You um, give him a real wedding kiss in that courthouse. I would also like to note that I cried through this whole part. Yeah? Because I also got married at the courthouse. Oh. And, and like, very relatable yeah. situation. I mean, I wasn't married... I mean, I did marry my best friend, but he knew I was in love with him. So that was totally different. (laughs) But like, it was so sweet. And like, they wrote their own vows and they were really cute. Okay, but the writing your own vows, Kara didn't tell Lauren ahead of time. Mm. (laughs) So Kara had vows prepped and Mm -hmm. then the priest is like, or the priest, the judge judge. goes. "Um, So from what I understand, the couple has written their own vows and lo, Lauren is like, we what? <laughs> I didn't write anything. And Kara goes, I didn't tell you because I knew you'd freak out. So just speak from your heart. That was the most stressful moment of this whole book. I was so, I was freaking out for low. Uh-huh. Freaking out. Uh-huh. <laughs> she did my though. heart? No way. No, <laughs> I can't. In front of people? <laughs> I will not speak my heart in front of people. That's no. <laughs> You're going to get some generic nonsense just because I don't know what else and to say. And then, of course, Lo nailed it. But oh, yeah. that was just like, the book is filled with cute little incidences like that mm-hmm. where it's just, oh my gosh, so good. Yeah, it's adorable. Um, and I love, cried at the wedding. Holy moly, that kiss. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I read that kiss and I was like, ooh, mm-hmm. dang, way to sell it. Uh, so then... They go, <laughs> I, I assume the parents live some sort of distance away because they had to drive. They probably live on the, like, outskirts of the city or something. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so they begged them to stop and get them fast food, even though they were going to also dinner. Also very relatable. Oh, yeah. When you're going through that many emotions, you need yeah. food. Like, it's just. And, like, and, oh, my gosh, yeah. And it's just so, and they probably didn't eat all day because they were nervous. Like, oh, I yeah. barely ate before my ceremony. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, and oh, I forgot about that. Loaded um, Kara's makeup. Yeah, like like they had that whole cute getting yeah. ready together thing, and like Kara did Lowe's hair for her, right? Yeah. yeah, it was super cute. Um, so their their parents are driving them back to their house, um, and they think it's just going to be a little like backyard tiny little yeah the friends and the parents just the small group has a little like backyard barbecue situation or cookouts yeah and then the mom just went ham the mom did (laughs) such a good job though oh i know that's the kind of wedding i would want it was so cute the mom took the barn on their property and like filled it with fairy lights and made a dance floor and had like a whole buffet set up Mm -hmm. and she had made tons of homemade How this woman prepped so much homemade food, I don't know. That's mom power. Oh, my God. This mom just, like, and made a huge multi-tiered cake. Mm -hmm. It was fantastic. Yeah. It was well described, too. Um, And it's also cute because that's the barn that they used to hang out in when they were kids. Yeah, they would go play there, right? They would play in the loft, which I thought was an added little, like, Um, So, the... Oh, yeah. So, it's a big thing, and... It's just like they have the best time they, and like, everybody dance dances. They dance their faces off and they party till the wee hours, right? Yeah, they yeah. do. And uh, and then they go sleep. And the only place, of course, to sleep is together in Lowe's yeah. old bedroom. Yeah. Uh, 
Which seemed, I was like, all right, parents, you know this is an arranged marriage of convenience. Mm. I, I guess they've been sleep. they shared a bed because they've been They've been friends, sharing a bed forever. Right, when they had sleepovers. Right. I was going to say maybe, like, the mom was, like, making a, a move to try to, like, match make, but. Oh, I kind of got that vibe. Did you get that vibe? Because, like, she was so supportive. And it's like, I guess when you see someone, you, you like, you could see them together, you just kind of keep nudging. I guess that's fair. I wasn't sure if there was a true matchmaking vibe or not, or if the mom was just like overly, you know, extremely supportive and I'll love right. you no matter what. I sure. couldn't quite tell what line we were on. That's fair. It could yeah. be both or either. Yeah. That makes sense. Um, and Lowe was really confused about the kiss. Yeah. And now they have to share like the same bed again, but also they're so exhausted. And then that... Kara's still doing the like, let me wrap myself around you, right. drape myself on you. Uh-huh. Jetpack situation. <laughs> As I starfish over this whole bed. Yeah. <laughs> That's me. That's me. I'm, oh, me too. I'm, I'm absolutely like, excuse me, let me just spread out here. Uh-huh. I don't care if it's your personal space. It's now also my space. <laughs> so then I think the next bit is they go back and Kara moves in with Lo, right? Right. Uh, that was a really cool turn because they weren't sure. Uh, Kara was going to lose her place to live. Right. And she needed to find something quick that wasn't crap. And then it just so happened that Ta-da! her weird roommate was like, oh, and they had the her apartment for a good cost because the weird roommate was the niece of the owner she or had something. some connection. So yeah. Lo thought she'd never leave because right. it's a cheap rent situation. Right. Uh, and then she was like, hey, I'm out. You can either find somebody or leave. Or or pay it yourself. Right. Was, yeah, find yeah. somebody, pay it yourself, or leave. I don't care. I'm leaving. Right. And it was super quick. So guess what? Well, they moved in Now together. our newlyweds are living together. More gay panic. Yeah. Yeah, like a lot more. Oh, yeah. It <laughs> intensified. Um, gay, gay panic intensifies. <laughs> bum, bum, bum. <laughs> so they were going to maintain separate bedrooms. Yes. So Kara was going to have her space. Lo was going to have her space. But wasn't the idea that, like, when people came over, they would, like, mm-hmm. make it look like that was a guest room versus yeah. the one room? Kara's was supposed yeah. to look like a guest room. Which, again... The paperwork's already done. Just tell your friend. And this is when they... Again, so, why are we telling our friends? But when Kara moves in, they have all their friends come and help. And move, yep. And move them in. They get them food and, you know, the 20-something moving protocol. Yeah. I'll buy you pizza if you lift my shit. Right. <laughs> I don't think we can get the way with that in our 30s, but, like, in the 20s. In that's, the 20s. That's the way it also, goes. Also, this moving scene, I thought I was an organized mover. <gasps> but Kara... Uh-huh. I need Kara. I would pay thousands of dollars for Kara to pack and move my house mm-hmm. that woman color-coded boxes she had an excel spreadsheet so each room had a different color tape on the box mm-hmm. and then on the excel spreadsheet she had the boxes labeled with exactly what was in them yeah that's wild Woof. <laughs> um totally off subject but on subject okay um, so they have those nfc tags that you can like pull your phone up to and it'll pull up different things. So like Oh, okay. If you've never been to my house before, you can walk in and scan this little Wi Fi looking tag that's on my whiteboard and it will automatically hook you up to my Wi Fi. I have never noticed that. Oh, I just it, it's new ish. Oh, okay. But all the years I've been here I've never noticed. No, that it's you like in the little... last two months or something. Oh, that's, okay. So I I've put it up there. <laughs> but you're already on my Wi Fi. I'm not worried about it. Um <laughs> I also have one for the band, so if you walk up and scan it, it'll oh, take like you straight to our Spotify. Oh, that's so account. nifty. Yeah, so they're really cool. Um, I have seen people that move 
that every you put one on each yeah. box and then you scan the box and it will pull up a a spreadsheet of what's in the box oh my god it's wild that's totally off subject, those are but... again people i would pay you thousands of dollars to move me with that level of organization oh, because yeah. i don't think i have the stamina and mental fortitude to see that i would do it in the early stages and then as we got closer to the deadline right. just shove everything the doom boxes <laughs> yeah yeah. But man, if somebody was willing to do that for me, I'd mm-hmm. pay you so much money. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, also, one of their friends, this was my favorite quote, okay. and you'll love this. Oh, no. Um, Jamie is one of their friends. He says, I need to go home and not be around people for a while. Yeah. <laughs> I remember that. I, I just, another wonderful thing about the writing and this friend group in this world that was created is like, Jamie says that and everybody's like, yeah, totally cool. We'll see you later. Let us know whenever you want to hang out again when you're Mm -hmm. recharged, right? Yeah. And everyone accepted it. There was no questioning. And they're like, yeah, that's just Jamie. Just, he hangs out with us less. He's got a lower tolerance. But, you know, we like Jamie. Yeah. I was like, oh my God. I I love those kind of people. I love. You're you're that kind of people for me, but like. (laughs) I love but that. But you can't say that to everybody. If no. I say, if I'm at your house at a party and I'm like, girl, I'm sorry I'm leaving so early, but I'm a little, I'm a little peopled out. I got to mm-hmm. go home. You'll be like, okay, bye. Right? Right. But there are other people I can't say that to. No. <laughs> there are some people that don't know what overstimulated is. <laughs> How is it possible to be peopled out? Mm-hmm. Like, well, let me tell you. <laughs> I can hear everything. The AC click on every footstep, every, I got to go. I like, I can't do this anymore. <laughs> Yeah, this is just, like, once again, like, a really wonderful friend group that is created. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So at some point, Ansel calls them out and says, like, you have to stop lying to all of our friends. I think it was after that moving it was night. That, it was that Because they party, were, like, yeah. still hamming it up and, like, smooching and acting cutesy. Right. And Ansel's in the kitchen just kind of, like, dead-eye watching them because he's mm-hmm. the only one that knows. Right. Yeah. And it's like, hey, these are our friends. Like, you need to stop you know how tolerant they are don't lie to them yeah they would totally understand yeah um so in the same time frame from like there for like a chapter or two uh kara starts getting real distant yeah yeah um because they have all the money they're buying the things for the house they're like doing all the stuff but she is just like staying in her room and i think it's important to note that like during this time kara's prepping for school Mm. But Lowe is unemployed looking for a job. So Lowe is around the house doing most of the unpacking, right. cooking dinners every night. Mm-hmm. And so when I first read this, I initially thought is like, oh, maybe Kara was just so used to living alone that she's having a hard time oh. constantly being around someone. Sure. Is why she's being more dis. That's what I thought it was. I was yeah. like, maybe she's just struggling with the someone's always around, right? You never mm-hmm. have the house to yourself because Lowe oh. is always there. That's true. Yeah. I did not. I knew where this was going. Well, yeah, you, you're you smarter than me. Well, I had put all the pieces together before we started, so. Oh, yeah, I didn't. I uh, was kind of surprised by this one. I think I'd rather be surprised, to be honest, because yeah. it's more adorable that way. Um, And so she keeps trying to get her to talk to her, because you Wait, have Lo that... tries to get Kara to talk to her. Right. Yeah. Um. So, like, I understand that, like, I see a problem, the vibe is off. I want you to talk to me. And then yeah. Kara's like, you just need to give me time. Yeah. Like, I just need a minute. Which is, again, why I chalked it up to Kara's probably just wildly overstimulated. And they're mm. like, a lot has changed. She's now trying to rush to get ready for school that she had kind of just, like, put off. Right. 
And so, yeah, those discussions, because there were a couple of those discussions where Lo reached out and Kara goes, you have to just trust me. I just need a little space. Mm -hmm. So I just thought it was really like a, again, I hadn't picked up on the signals the way you did. I just thought it was that. The kiss at the wedding was a giant one. I'm just saying. I thought she was selling it. (laughs) I was just such an innocent little babe in the woods with this book. (laughs) I love it. Um... Yeah, so they they have some some tense time, and then Kara finally is like, "Okay, I can talk about this. I am questioning my sexuality. Mm-hmm. I don't know what's going on. It's all very confusing, but I think I have feelings for you. Yeah, and I don't want to comp. Like, not only are you questioning your whole sexuality that you thought you were straight your whole life, right? But now it's also with your best friend. So right. if you fuck this up, you lose your best friend. You lose your best friend, yeah. and like your lifelong best friend, right? Yeah, that's that's hard, horrifying. Yeah, that confession. I was. I'm gonna be honest again. I was kind of innocent, babe. I was like, oh, I mean, now that I'm like, <laughs> oh, that makes sense, but kind of surprised me. <laughs> oh, yeah, to be surprised. <laughs> That'd be great. <laughs> um. It does finally get a little spicy towards the end because Lowe's like, hey, okay, we're both kind of on the same page. We're going to yep. take this slow. Yep. This is at your pace. You're coming out. I am already firmly here. So. Right. So they kind of like, they do a lot of kissing after that. There's yeah. like, there's like a couple months of, I mean, months in book time. Right. Of just like, they kiss, maybe they hug. Snuggle. While they're cooking. Snuggle right. on the couch. Yeah. Yeah, and I really appreciated that Lo was just like, yeah, you lead it. You let me know your comfort level. Right. Yeah. Um, and there's <laughs> I just thought this was adorable funny. But at some point, it, it gets a little, like, heated. And Lo's like, okay, I got to go take care of this. <laughs> I loved this part. I'm going to go in my room <laughs> and be quiet for a little bit. Yeah, because I think her and Kara – have been like deep kissing. They've yep. been doing some Frenching or something. Uh-huh. I'm gonna deep kissing is my new fetch. I'm gonna I, make it happen. I know. Okay. So yeah, the two of them were like deep kissing, and Kara's like, "I'm sorry, I'm not comfortable going further." Right. Totally fair. And she said, "Okay, yep, that's and good." Logos, that's good. But I'm gonna go to my room for a hot minute. Right. I gotta. I need a minute. <laughs> I gotta take care. Otherwise, of I'm gonna act a fool. <laughs> gotta take care of my lady boner for right. a hot minute. Um, <laughs> I also. Um, I know it. I don't know why it made me laugh so hard, but she said, I put my hand in my pants and got busy. And I was like, yes, yes! get to the point. Yes. <laughs> we don't mess around. We're busy women with a full schedule. Right. We got things we to got do. We got things to do. Um, <laughs> I also, this is perhaps because I'm a very spoiled woman, but I was like, you still use your hand? Oh, I, yeah. <laughs> I was like, that's no good anymore. I've no. advanced. I Hand is boring. <laughs> Have, I have a drawer full of gadgets that do that way better. But we have to remember, they've had a very fixed income for many years. So that's perhaps true. that's the problem. But also, they probably don't have the level of carpal tunnel that I have. That's true. They're younger like, than us. They're I still... Have to, I type for work all day. Like, I can't... They don't have desk jobs. Right. They probably still have wrists that are functioning. Yeah. yeah. The arthritis hasn't, like, started to whisper their name. They're 10 years younger. Yeah. <laughs> But I did, I agree. That was a super cute line. Because mm-hmm. my first thought was, yeah. And then, why the hell are you using your hand? Right. <laughs> Maybe also because of sound. Because she was trying oh, to keep it quiet. She did, yeah, because she didn't want to make Kara feel bad. Right. Yeah. Which, that's true. That, okay, sound is a good argument for, uh-huh. yeah. But also, the things now are very quiet. And that's not the point. Um, 
So this is where Carrot, like, knocks to come in, right? Well, no, because Lo takes care of herself, and Lo even thinks to herself, she's like, I'm trying to be quiet, but I'm not sure if it's working because I know that I'm frequently very loud when I orgasm. Oh. And so Kara knocks because guess mm-hmm. who wasn't being as quiet as ah, they thought they that's were? Right. And I believe it was something like Kara was like, um, are you doing what I think you're doing? Mm-hmm. And Lo was just like, Obviously. Yeah. <laughs> And and then Kara's like, well, can I come in? I think I want to be involved, uh-huh. right? And yeah. I was like, ah, it's happening! Oh, snap! <laughs> Yay! Yay! It's happening! <laughs> Hit me with the spice. And this is where Lo gets Kara off for the yeah. first time. That ex- exploration of weird... These are the same parts, but you're a different person. Like learning. I mean, no matter what parts you have, right? The first time you're with a new partner trying to figure out what they do and don't like, it's oh, yeah. kind of awkward. Well, shit. Even if you haven't been with somebody for a long time, like mm. if you reconnect and you're like, oh God, what am I, is my leg supposed to go over here? Or what? <laughs> What's happening? And uh, actually, Kara, Lo got Kara off, but didn't Kara also try or was that yes. later? No, no, she did. Was that a different? Okay. Yeah. They had their first little yeah. exploration. And Lo, I loved... I love the description of Lo being like, I'm just going to lay as still as possible because I don't want to scare her. I don't want to make her uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. I just want to let her explore at her own pace. Right. And like, I just like the description of Lo being like, I intentionally held back so I didn't like hump into her mouth. Right. right? Yeah. And I was like, oh my God, that's the level of respect yeah. we have not encountered yes. before. Such a get refreshing. Yes. So I'm going to, I'm overusing that word. It's going to be a lot. The next three episodes, take a shot every time we say so refreshing. So much better than the Harlequin novels. The yes. level of respect, mm-hmm. the like verbal consent that mm-hmm. was offered during the sexual encounter by both parties. Right. Constantly checking in with Kara to check, like check on her comfort level. Mm-hmm. Such a good book. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. And I just, I feel like I have to say this. I will probably mention this for one of the other books, too. But, like, the number of people, mostly white dudes, that are like, consent isn't sexy. Why do women think consent? It just, mm. it interrupts the moment, it right? It kills the vibe. It kills the vibe. It's no fun. Yeah. This sex scene had constant consent, lots of checking in. Yes. The vibe wasn't killed. No. It got, like, this was it's a so hot scene. It's so easy to do. This was a very hot scene. Mm-hmm. Without the vibe being killed, without, honestly, what interrupts me more is when an author's like, he touched her nub. Oh, Like, hot. that takes you right out of it. Yeah. But consent does not take me out of a book. This was fabulous. Yes. Yeah, so good. Super agree. Um, so, past the sex scene, the mom has been badgering them to come visit. You gotta come. Oh, my God. I love my girls. Come I haven't me. seen you guys in so long. It's been, like, two months at the wedding. Okay. <laughs> Please come back to my house. Come so, visit me. So they decided to take a long weekend and, like, go see mom and hang out with the fam. Yeah. Um, and does it accidentally happen or do they straight up tell mom and dad that they might actually be in love? No, they try to keep it secret because Kara's still kind of working through her feelings, right. right? Deciding if she actually is mm-hmm. uh, bi or lesbian or, you know, right. deciding yeah, where yeah. she feels she is. Yeah. And so they're, I think they actually discussed like, let's not talk to mom about it. Cause mom's going to get real big. Cause excited. mom's going to get real big excited. But like, what if you decide that's not who you are? Right. So they try to like play the best friend role. The, but, yeah, they're playing straight. But the detail about, like, when they were at dinner, Kara would, like, reach over and put her hand you on Lo's leg. leg. I love that. I love when they do that, when uh-huh. your partner is just like... Mm, it's like a low-key mm. little, like, nobody's going to know this is happening, but 
I love it. Uh-huh. It was just like little details like that throughout the book. I was like, yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. I feel like we're entirely too happy recording this. Like I should be throwing something yeah, at Yeah, usually I'm very depressed. This is a happy yeah. night. <laughs> yeah. Woohoo. Um, and then they find out. I think mom susses it out. I mean, I think mom probably has like an inkling. So it, my last note is their last like intimate moment because it's at like, the parents house yeah <gasps> i they, liked that they do it in the, their old bedroom or whatever where they used and... to spend sleepover nights together yeah. in the old bed but she like stops her and makes her like say yes like yeah like, again good uh-huh <gasps> surprise Such a good book i know refreshing it was great <laughs> i'm gonna need a different word for the other episodes because dang we'll get a thesaurus out between us and figure out another word instead of refreshing and i think the morning after is when the mom noticed because they came yeah. down kind of like glowy and uh-huh. happy yeah yeah that morning after face the morning after face yeah told on and them. then doesn't the book end with like they finally so like they i think at one earlier we had talked about they told the friends that it was a ruse mm-hmm. but then they finally tell oh, the, yeah. the parents and the friends are like well it started as a ruse but Kara has been going to therapy and doing some self-searching and realized that she actually is a lesbian. And we're actually in love. And now we're actually in love. So uh-huh. we're going to redo our wedding uh-huh. and have a real full wedding because yeah. we're now truly in love. But mm-hmm. I was like, oh, so cute. It's so adorable. <laughs> so and again, the friends were like, a roller coaster, but okay. <laughs> I mean, one, lied to us. Uh, but the rest of it's great. That's yeah. just glad you're happy. Uh, yeah. A little bit, again, roller coaster ride, but cool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Those are some chill friends. I will say, this was not this was not my favorite book. No. It felt a little, I mean, it was a little slow for my personal pacing preference. Mm, fair. Um, and also, like, the story didn't immediately engage me. Mm. But that said, like, if you're into just, like, really sweet romance novels, mm-hmm. absolutely give this a read. It's really cozy. I could see it being, like, a cozy, oh, yeah. you know, sort of comforting book to read. It, oh, God, it was. Yeah, it was very comforting. Also, as someone a little gay, like, me being in the... Fair. In the thing, like, the whole lesbian, they like, oh, my God, they found each other. Like, oh, I loved the gay. That was so and, great. And I imagine, too, like... You've probably experienced a bit more of the gay panic, so you can oh, relate yeah, yeah. to the characters a little bit more. Yeah. Um, but that said, like, it was still a really lovely book that mm-hmm. you should absolutely read. Mm-hmm. Very good. Yes, please. So we're going to try a new rating system. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um. So, Ashley, how would you rate Marriage of Unconvenience? So I, b- I believe what we agreed on was we're going to rank them out of the books that we've read. Sure, we can do that. So far. Yeah. Um, because if I compared this to every book I've ever read, I have no idea where it, it flies in. But Yeah, that's fair. This is top five. Really? I, Would it be top three? Yes. <gasps> top two? No. Okay. What's your top one and two? You'll find or out. What, oh, okay. <laughs> oh, okay. We have a future book. Stay tuned. Of what we've read so far. Yes. What would be in that top three with Marriage of Unconvenience? Yes. No, like what else of what we've read so far? Oh. Like podcasted about so far. Okay, I seriously considered rereading the clone and i i loved that one i honest to god have thought about rereading that one because it's so wild i cannot and i feel like i didn't take it all in maybe the first time so like maybe there's more that just baffling nonsense yeah um carol mortimer can go suck lemons like i there is (laughs) 
There is none okay. of those that I would go. Okay. So this is solid top three for you. Yes. Okay. I I place it a bit lower. Mm. Um, it's it's probably within my top ten just mm-hmm. because like the consent is super hot. I like the sex scenes. Mm-hmm. I wish it was a bit more smutty. Mm. Yeah. It's a little more on the romance side, and I, I would if I'm gonna if I'm gonna read a romance, I want a bit more sex in it. Fair. Um. So yeah, I think this is probably like top ten, but like lower in that ranking. Mm. Top ten. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what's what's further up in your top ten? Oh, Clone so- and I is like currently number one. That book <laughs> that book was off the wall banana pants, and I loved it. it was so good. Um, I also really like Nina Bangs, the Pleasure Master. Oh yeah, we started with a hell of a firecracker. <laughs> we did. We did. <laughs> and I hate to say it, Wife by Contract, Mistress by Demand. <laughs> It beats marriage of unconvenience for like ridiculous plotline level. Fair. I think we do still talk about it frequently. Yeah, I so. regularly think about that book, which d- gets at some points. Uh-huh. <laughs> so this was just yeah, maybe perhaps a little too romancy and less smutty, which is why I ranked it lower. Fair. But it's still very good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I shouldn't have confessed that. All right. You know what? That book might be deranked for me as we go on in the podcast. We'll see if it shifts. Okay. So next week, we will be back with um, the letter G from LGBTQIA+. Uh, And we'll be reading um, Murder Takes the High Road by Josh Lanyon. Yeah. So we will see you all in two weeks. We love you all very much. Good night. Oh, don't forget to follow us. We we might need to do our sound. Um, Please try to follow us on Instagram at Boomerotica Podcast, all Mm -hmm. lowercase. Mm -hmm. We post updates about our books and our recording sessions. And also, if you have something just unhinged, send it to us. We love the unhinged. Send us a DM. Tell us what to read and talk about. Even if you've got an unhinged boomer book, like The Clone and I. Oh, yeah. Please send it our way. Um, So, yeah, absolutely. Give us a follow. Um, Try to help spread the word. Send um, your favorite episode to one of your friends and see if you can get some people to listen to us. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, we will talk to you all next week. Bye, friends. Bye.